happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. The morning after has that begun. We're back. It's Monday. The dog days of summer are here. We're midsummer officially uh, right now. But um, the good news is we're now just a couple of weeks away from the start of the National Football League uh, preseason. That is correct. The Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons will be playing on August the 1st, the Hall of Fame game. We're going to break. Uh, we're going to start talking some football. We're going to talk some Atlanta Falcon football. We'll break it down with uh, Orlando Ledbetter, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Scott Miller will join us, uh, Bleacher Report, Major League Baseball uh, writer. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk NFL football. We've got Paul Bovey. We'll talk gambling. We'll see what Paul's laying it down on. Uh, Paul likes to lay some uh, some big-time futures down. I know he's already got five dimes down on the Buffalo Bills to go over uh, the number. I was looking at the National Football League uh, board over the weekend, and I've got a football team that I'm pretty high on uh, right now. But I actually was under the influence uh, when I came to this analysis, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm high on the team, but mm-hmm. I could have been high on other things uh, as well when I uh, came to my conclusion about yeah. the NFC. Uh, yeah. But like uh, all World Series heroes and astronauts, I do my best work under the influence of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how clearly you can see things that after. Yeah, I'm bounce. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, but no, I don't. I, I don't uh, do that. I, I don't. Uh, you know, that's oh, no, from yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Wait, not who knows what's in this stuff nowadays, man? It's fentanyl yeah. everywhere and rat poison and salts. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, you can't trust anybody anymore. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And don't forget, we got British Open this week too. Can't wait for no, that. No, great, great point. A couple of days. Yeah, we got our boy Dan yep. Daly's going to step up in Vegas inside. He's a great golf uh, capper. Um, we'll be breaking that down. Cam will be joining us. I like uh, what I like about the British Open is um, even though it's a little bit different now for you and me that we wake up, you wake up at like four in the morning, four thirty, whatever, like that. <laughs> I guess you just won't be sleeping later in the week, uh, Joe, because no, you have late night golf. I like that stuff. Yep. Love this. Absolutely love. Yeah, exactly. They'll be teeing off by the time I get to the studio in the morning. So it's uh, it's perfect. I, I enjoy. That's why I wouldn't mind a, uh, uh, you know, a teams over in London there, Major League Baseball. I got no problem with that. I'm up anyway. They might give me something to watch besides Sports Center. There'll be an NFL team in London uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, big time. All right, we've got a stacked uh, show as far as guests are concerned. Uh, hot takes coming up. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil. 
founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking, my energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. All right, morning after Fantasy Sports. Radio Network, Sports Byline Affiliates, everything else in between. We appreciate you joining us uh, this morning. As I mentioned earlier, we've got a, a pretty busy show uh, this morning. We sent it to Atlanta. Um, Orlando Ledbetter joins us, covers the Atlanta Falcons for the Constitution. Uh, Scott Miller talks Major League Baseball uh, with us. Paul Bovey will talk some uh, some betting. Maybe a little future talk uh, with Paul Povey. We've got NBA Summer League. The championship game uh, goes down uh, this evening. Um, and I've been riding this Minnesota Timberwolf basketball team throughout uh, the Summer League. One of the better teams. I'm not surprised that they found themselves uh, in the final. This Nas Reed uh, kid's really been uh, really been balling. And uh, they've got they're a nice uh, collective team effort for the T-Wolves. So we'll take a look at that. We've got a number posted uh, for that, we've got Major League Baseball on the board this evening. We pick up the pieces following an epic uh, men's final yesterday. 68 games played. Holy crap. It was a real marathon. And I said it earlier, Joe, and people have been talking about this for a couple of years, about this generation of tennis players, of Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, and uh, Rafael Nadal. And I've heard John McEnroe say this. I've heard Pete Sampras say this, um, you know, Rod Laver. You go down the list, Patrick McEnroe, all the golf experts, Brad Gilbert, all the experts have all said, bar none, that, yeah, these three guys are, like, better than anyone of the previous generations by far. And each each one of them could be deemed the best player ever, if not for the fact that they play against each other. 
And there's definitely an order. I, I think it's safe to say, would you agree, Nadal's number three out of these three guys. As great as Nadal is, he's still not better than Federer or Djokovic. Think how crazy that statement is right there with a guy that's that's got what? He's 16, won 12 straight uh, of one yeah. major before. Think about that. <laughs> it's ridiculous when you think when you go crazy. But, I, you know, I made the point this morning, Gabe, that I, I'm fascinated because with Simona Hella beating Serena, who's 37 years old. I mean, Serena's getting up there as well. It, it seems the next generation is taking shape in the women's game while the men one of those three guys for at least the next five years will be dominating that side. There, there's just not enough movement on the men's side. Like, that next generation is there for the women. It ain't going to be there. A guy's 32 years old, Djokovic. He ain't going anywhere anytime soon. No, you're right. You look at the women, and the women is a younger's game. So there's always the arrival of those sort of 19- to 21-year-old girls, and in this case, a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, the future women's tennis, you're like, man, that, that girl's a star. This girl could be a phenom. Like, look, look at, like like I said, the, the Coco Goff, only 15 years old. Yep. Like, and she's the real deal. Now, we don't want to put too much pressure on her. She's still a teenager. Uh, but we've already forgotten about that Osaka chick. Mm-hmm. She's like 20 amazing. years old or something. <laughs> yep, exactly. She's, she's already won Grand Slams. Mm-hmm. And she's all pissed off because she got eliminated, and she's still a kid. You're right, but if you look at the men... There's not one of these dudes, man, in their mid-20s and stuff that step up, Joe. No. Like, they no. they allow it. Like, look at Milos yeah. Ronic is a good example. Milos Ronic has a great serve, great player, has the skills and the ability to be able to win a Grand Slam event. He has the skills and the makeup to do it. He doesn't have the mental fortitude. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, well, you know, it's tough. I lost a fetter, right? Yep. It's like, dude, Federer's 38 years old, bro. <laughs> You're 26. Exactly. Like, what, are you going to wait till he's 43? Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's this acceptance that, well, I lost to Novak. Um, you know, Sharapovov, another dude like that. Sharapovov, the, the Canadian dude, the younger guy. He's still a little bit young. I don't know. Like, is, name me one American player, Joe. No, no. Like, well, who's, the problem- who's the best American tennis player? Well, the problem was you mentioned that, you know, a lot of these guys are not country club guys. Well, that's the problem with America. They all are. And, Good call. And they, they're, all, they're all made of crap. Like you're right. These, these other guys, you're right. Like, Roger Federer didn't grow up poor. He grew up, like, playing tennis his whole life in Switzerland. Right. Uh, Novak played tennis not to be poor. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're right. These yeah. Russian girls and stuff, it's a great point. Yeah. A it's lot of the Europeans <laughs> and the, you know, you're from Kazakhstan and stuff. You play tennis to get out of there. Yep. Yeah, you're not just hitting balls in Florida with ball of Terry and doing blow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's, hello, that's what you've got going on. Yeah, look in at Eugenie Bouchard right from Montreal. Dude, she made it to a quarterfinals at the U.S. Open. They put her on the cover of Vogue magazine. See ya. How's her head doing now? She doesn't even play <laughs> tennis anymore. She plays. Like, she shows up. Like, look at her Instagram. I think she's a like, swimsuit model now. I don't know. Yep. You're right. It's a good point that the the Americans, they don't have that killer instinct when it comes to tennis. But is there even one kid that's close? Like, like no. name, name an American that can maybe win a major. Michael I, Chang. Mike, no, wait a minute. That might be the wrong error. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah good call. Pete Sampras. Uh, <laughs> no, they're gone. Yep. 
You know what I mean? Like John Isner. John Isner ain't winning. Oh, stop. No. You know what I mean? Like who else? I can't even name anybody. Like that's my yeah. That's the problem. That's and it ain't gonna change anytime any soon. Uh, I don't see how these guys ain't slowing down. I think that's the another reason too, that like I said earlier, and I I don't know. I don't think you have to be Spike Lee to agree with this. But would you agree that if Serena Williams was a hot hot blonde chick? Mm. That like there would already be statues of her and should be on on stamps and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think we're that far removed now from that. It's you know she's what is she 36, 37 years old. So you know Serena's time is coming, and then I think she's just she can do whatever she wants whenever she wants. There, there. I don't think they're gonna build enough statues once she says she retires. But right now she's still making it the final. So. Yeah, it'd be nice to see her. She's got to get there, right? Um, yes. She's got to finish one of these off. She's got to get two more, actually, to finish it off, which I think she will. Eventually, eventually she will. And then, conversely, Federer, Novak, and um, and Nadal, also none of them are American. Yeah. Yes. Right? So, I, it just makes, you know, if, it was an, if there was an American player that was that damn good, I mean, let's be real. Look, we're still talking about Jimmy Connors. We're still talking about McEnroe. Mm-hmm. We're still talking about Sampras. And really, Sampras is the only guy that has the accomplishments close to these guys, kind of. Yes. And, you know, Sampras, though, is Mr. No Personality, though. Remember? He was useless, too. Yes. Yeah, like there was just there was yeah. nothing to like about him. <laughs> like, nope. Well, he didn't talk, well, right? It was, it was just sort of he wasn't popular. Yeah, you know I mean, wow. it was sort of like Brooks Kepkish almost again. Yeah, he had the hot uh, actress girlfriend or wife there. I think she was a uh, she was an actress for a while there, and he just he didn't. That wasn't him, man. Like he was out there. He was Brooks Kepka. He was. I'm just here to win majors, guys. Like I don't I don't really like any of you. I'm not interested in anything you have to say. That was who Pete Sampras was. He wasn't McEnroe. Now the debate is, people sort of came to the acceptance that Roger Federer was the greatest men's player ever. And he's got 20 Grand Slam titles. Um, yeah, he's won a million times. And you know, he, he's been sort of known. But the fact of the matter is, Novak has beaten him more. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a little bit of a, there's a six-year age difference. Yet, when it's all said and done, I think Novak will be known as the greatest player ever because he did have the upper hand on Federer, and I think ultimately he'll probably win as much. Well, let's assume, right, he plays as long as Federer does at the level. He's 32. It's five more years. It's 20 more majors. The dude's going to shatter every record known to mankind. He is just ridiculous. It, it he's at 16 of- right now. He's got yeah, 16. He's Five out of 20. Let's say, can he get and five Federer's out of got the next 20. 20? So assuming he plays five years, right? Four a year, 20 we got left. Oh, he's yeah. not going to win five of those? No, he's going to end up with 24, 25, I think. Oh, man. It's like we just said, who's going to beat him? Nobody. Like, Nobody. Nadal won't beat him at the U.S. Open either. Nadal wins in France and he battles. Nadal wins in France and he's like top three, top four everywhere else. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, Novak He's is the guy that brings them there. Like he beats them up so the next guy can beat him. Yeah. <laughs> he wears them down. Like you said, it's crazy too. Like you see some of those shots Nadal was making, and like he must be so frustrated. Like if I was playing anyone else, I would have won. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. At the peak, amazing. Just amazing. Like facing that guy in jeopardy. <laughs> yes.
Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. So here's a reminder that if you are serious about fantasy football, then you need to know, well, we all know, it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Good news, Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package. It'll include the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. Thank Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts. Why? Well, they'll be providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year so you can have an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. Do yourself a favor. Send 10% now. RotoExperts.com, promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off, promo code FNTSY for the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at RotoExperts.com. I look forward to playing some uh, fantasy football as it uh, rapidly approaches a couple of weeks away. Uh, two weeks away, what is July 15th? 
uh, right now. August 1st is the first uh, preseason NFL game, the Hall of Fame uh, game from Canton, Ohio. August 24th, a uh, full slate of college football. I think it's about half a dozen football games on 40 Saturday. Days. 40 August. days from college uh, football. 40. Is that what it is? It even 40 right now? Huh? Even 40 today, man. Like 40 days goes by pretty fast, actually. Especially <laughs> as you get older. Time goes by fast. So, like, people are like, oh, football feels like it's forever away. I'm like, nah, it's right, it's right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> It's right here. And, uh, man, there's a lot of teams, so you better start getting uh, caught up on things, uh, people. Uh, Mark Lawrence and me and Cam break down each uh, conference on a weekly basis on Game Time Decisions. We'll get to some football talk uh, this morning, some NFL future uh, talk. Uh, but just looking at this tennis and uh, the greatest of all time uh, debate, some interesting facts, though. So, so Novak is at 16 right now. Federer is at 20. Now, as we mentioned, Federer is 38 years old. Novak is 32 years old. Um, he just turned 32 as well. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, Novak still got another. There's no reason to believe that he doesn't have another five strong years of tennis in him. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that someone else can't come along and be great, uh, but on the horizon right now, they ain't there. Nope. <laughs> so, nope. for the next couple of years, it's Federer, it's Nadal, it's Djokovic. But mm-hmm. what's amazing is we talk about, well, Nadal is the third of these these guys. I just saw Rafael Nadal has 18 Grand Slam championships. <laughs> he's two behind. He's two behind the most of all time. Like he's, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's amazing that he's got 18 and he's sort of the guy – I think, though, it, like we said, I think the fact that, like, 12 of them are at one place, it doesn't take it away yet. No. It's, he's not as well-rounded, we should say. Um, but this is where he's he, also had more injuries, I think, than the other two, right? I think he's been a little bit yeah. more injury-prone over the years. Yeah, it's a good call. That's a good call. You know why? And also, I think it's harder for him than the other two also. I agree. You know what I mean? He's like, not as naturally gifted. Exactly. As like he guys, works yeah. at it. You see, like, yeah. like the other day, like he lost it for a set or two. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't there, and he was like, ah, he was swearing, and he got it back. Mm-hmm. Novak and Federer don't lose it. They're robotic. They're, you know what I mean? They're just so smooth and robotic. Yeah, I think Raf really had to work at it to get here. Yep. Not that those two didn't, but you know what I mean? He's just, he's got to grind to win. You know. <laughs> He's got to grind. Hear McEnroe. McEnroe on the things like, well, 99.9% of the people would never hit that. 99. Point. It's like, yeah, these two guys are playing tennis at a different level than everybody else. Yeah, the history of tennis. Exactly. I think we we tend. It's funny. We tend to overhype a lot of athletes in other sports, but I don't think we can overhype these guys enough. That's why I'm doing this right now. Yep. To state that the level that we're at. I mean, I remember being a kid and loving it, watching Borg and. Um, and McEnroe and Lendl and these guys at Wimbledon. Connors. Yeah, yeah, Connors, but it wasn't the same. They're wearing tight shorts with wood rackets and like it's like rally stuff. Nowadays, man, you see you see man their 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 shots show. It's like this short, compact, none of this like you know, like you know, sort of like a, a roundhouse or what do you telegraph a punch? You know, like good fighters, they don't swing wildly. Like right. the, the real champions, it's like, pop, pop. it's just sort of straight and very compact, right? Mm-hmm. Like any like pro fighter will tell you that. You know what I mean? You don't swing wildly. That's what like guys on the street do. 
right? You swing comp, you know, compact, short distance, bam, bam. You catch people off guard. And I was watching like the kill shots of Djokovic. Like his kill shot, he doesn't have to like wind up like, all right, I'm gonna smash it now. It's just the wrist, wha bam, and the ball's yep. like 119 miles an hour. It's like yeah. bam. Yeah. Like you said, Federer's doing everything he can to return shots on on mm-hmm. uh, on Federer and Nadal is. And like, like you said, there's nothing he can do. But this is what's impressive, and it speaks for itself. Novak Novak is now 4-1 and one in Grand Slam finals against Roger Federer. Yep. That's the difference. I can't. It doesn't really matter about the age group. And it's not like they're that different in age. It is what it mm-hmm. is. It is what it is. Uh, Novak can't be held against him because Federer's 37, going on 38, whatever. But that's pretty impressive, dude. Like, that's Novak crazy. is 4-1 and one in finals, again, in Grand Slams, against against the guy that is, like, the best ever. Right. Which makes him kind of the best ever. It would be hard yeah. not to. And when you look at how it's broken down, like, Federer's got six Australian, one French, eight Wimbledon, five U.S. Open. Nadal and Djokovic only have three U.S. Opens, and you know the discrepancy with the French. You know, Djokovic has only got one. Federer's got one. Nadal's got all the rest. But the Australian Open, six for Federer, seven for Djokovic. Now eight Wimbledons for Federer, five for Djokovic, two for Nadal. I mean, every major for the last 20 years has been dominated by one of these three guys. It's crazy. If you just took, if you just took like, one of the majors – or the Grand Slams, whatever. If you just took one of them from one of those three that and gave that to someone else as their career, you know how happy they would be? Oh, please. <laughs> like you said, like please. the Dallas won two Wimbledons, and to him, that's nothing. Yeah. He's like, ah, I suck there. I always lose. <laughs> exactly. you know I mean? like, it's exactly. like other people will be like, two-time Wimbledon champion. You yeah. know, it's like, wow, he's a two-time Wimbledon champion. Yep, exactly. The doll, it's like, yeah, I guess he won twice, you know. Like, yep. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's the same argument they made in golf with all those years that Tiger was winning everything. It was like, all right, it's all right. He lost to Tiger, though. Like, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like, funny because so you look at Tiger, though, and look, everyone anointed him, this and that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he's going to surpass Jack easily. He never did. Yeah. He never did. And he's far away now. Yep. Like, he's not going to get there, right? Like, I, he's not going to get there. Um, he could win another one. Maybe, to, like, I just don't. He's not getting to 19. Just, I don't see it happening. Um, you know, and uh, but you look, you, you look at um, same thing with Serena Williams. I guess Margaret Court's won 24 Grand Slams. 24, right? And Serena's at 23. As crazy as it is, only. Jeez. And think about that. Like, like just how hard it is. <laughs> like, and like Serena can't get there. Like she's nope. getting pissed off. Yeah. I saw Patrick McEnroe like saying Jack it's in her head back now. In the day. Well, you get Jack has got what fourteen? You have any idea how hard that is to win fourteen? Yeah. I mean, we're talking. It's it maybe it puts it in perspective finally for a generation to understand that Serena's been trying to get to just to tie it for how long now, and it's getting harder and harder and harder. It's it's amazing to me. She has played against tougher competition, Serena though. Big time. Like Serena would smoke Margaret Court. You know what I mean? Let's just be real. Um, but it's still the, you know, we we're not taking it away from Margaret Court. Um, also, uh, Novak is 13 and six now in cha- in in finals against him. Right. 
So they played five times in a major Grand Slam event, and they played uh, another um, 14 times in like regular tournament finals. Mm-hmm. So overall, overall, he's 13 and six in in finals against Roger Federer. <laughs> 13 and six, including in four and one in in in, in majors. I'd, I'd be happy to get to one final. Like they're they're actually. So it goes to show Novak will let him win like the Cincinnati Open sometime, and exactly. not let him, but. He might slip up, you know what I mean? But when it comes to a Grand Slam, not on my watch. Like he's like, no, 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 no. Like um, your boy uh, P two on uh, on Twitter just posted that um, Rogers 798 weeks and counting in the top five in the rankings that'll never be touched. It's how almost many? two years. Seven hundred was seven hundred ninety-eight weeks. It's almost Jeez. two years longer than anyone ever. <laughs> a lot of top people five. don't live 798 weeks. <laughs> To play at that level. I hate level. to say it, like se- uh, it's, it's 798 weeks of being ranked. Yep. You imagine that, yeah, you were ranked 78 weeks in a row. It'd be like, holy yeah. crap. No, <laughs> I've, I've been ranked 785 weeks in a row. Yeah, in top five. I mean, that's just, and I hope, you know, the problem that I, I have too is we did this with Michael and, you know, like it's, we don't appreciate what we've got at the moment as sports fans. I think we're always looking for we're on to the next thing. And but man, what we witnessed there yesterday, Gabe, in this the the two best the game has ever. Oh, it was had. the greatest tennis match ever. I just oh, like, you can you know, say it, really. I mean, it's crazy. It really was. I mean, we're never going to get that again. I hope that people realize that. Um, that was a Haley's comet yesterday. And, uh, you know, people were talking about, like, there was a classic in 2006 or something with Nadal and Federer. Like, they just really topped themselves. Wimbledon was just oh, off the hook. I have the records against each other. This is interesting. Um, Rafael Nadal, eight-time mm-hmm. major winner. 18-time major winner. Major winner. Uh, he's 24-16 and 16 overall against Federer. No, so he has the edge over Federer yeah, then, Yeah, he's huh? 24-16 and 16 against Federer. Wow. Novak, 28 and 16 against Nadal. So you see the correlation. Like, Novak has a winning record against both of them. Yep. Uh, Roger Federer says he doesn't play. He's not concerned about. Does Nadal have an edge over anybody? (laughs) Just just Federer? Just Federer. Just Federer, okay. Yeah, yeah, just Federer. Um, Yeah, uh, Federer is not. When asked, does this mean that Novak's the greatest ever? He says, I don't play to be remembered as the greatest ever. I play to win. In other words, yeah, yeah, you all know it's true. So what are you asking me for? I bet you he remembers being up 40-15, two match points he didn't get while serving. Ouch. Uh, Epic. Epic, epic, epic stuff at the uh, the All-In Club. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation and causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. 
Use as directed. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom protections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gable Morenci in Midtown of Manhattan, where there was no power on a Saturday night. Uh, ironically enough, uh, to the day, 19, uh, 1977, a major power outage uh, in New York. Although in 1977, there were robberies and murders and uh, looting. And uh, it was extreme uh, insanity. In uh, 2019, there were Broadway actors performing free uh, free shows on the sidewalk. How times have changed. (laughs) There's a difference between, uh, you know, 20 blocks in midtown Manhattan going and, uh, you know, all of Bed-Stuy going. No, no, you're right. Like, 1977, (laughs) the entire island was dark, right? Right, yeah. Everybody gone. I just... Crazy. I I can just imagine. (laughs) New York was insane in the 70s, too. Yeah. Bronx yeah. Zoo and stuff. That, that Times was... Square did not look like Times Square today. No. No. It's a good... <laughs> I'm not Giuliani's biggest fan, but yeah. got to give him credit for that. 
Amen. You know what I mean? Like uh, yep. Manhattan and New York is very clean and very, very <laughs> safe. Yep. Very, very safe, uh, safe, safe place to be. All right, we're talking, we're talking tennis. Yeah, I don't want to switch gears uh, here and just pay accolades. Normally, you know, we'll get to some, I'll get to some, I'll, I'll get to uh, ripping some people at some point in time here. Uh, but another player that we should appreciate and just how unique he is as far as his personality is concerned in an era of me, 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 look at me, how great I am, Giannis mm. and the Greek freak. So, um, I'm, I was wondering, what the hell are they doing anyways, like, in Milwaukee? Like, I was thinking, right. you guys didn't win. Like, what's up with your parade? And, like, what's going on? <laughs> but they're real good fans there. I got to give them credit. Like, people talk about that Jurassic Park outdoors and stuff. If you remember, man, Milwaukee was rocking pretty hard out there, too. Mm-hmm. And they, they really love their bucks out there. They love uh, Giannis. So, um, they had a rally. Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. They had a Milwaukee. I like this. They had a Milwaukee buck rally yesterday in Milwaukee. Um, and the Greek freak brought the MVP trophy uh, to celebrate, and and the, the crowd was chanting MVP, MVP, MVP. And he told the crowd, stop, stop, stop. He said, after this day, July 14th, please do me a favor so I can be better, I can be a better player, and I can lead this team to a championship. Don't call me MVP anymore. I, I'm no longer the MVP. You can call me MVP after I win it next year. <laughs> there you go. Shows you his minute. And we've said this, game yeah. how many times that don't underestimate this kid. He will outwork everybody. And then he everybody. says, he said after, during an interview, I get mad when my girlfriend says, you know, you're really good. You're one of the best players. Mm-hmm. He says, no, I'm not. Because whenever that happens, I relax. I'm a person, whatever I do, I need to do it at 100%. If I am lazy, I'm a lazy 100%. (laughs) I don't want to relax a bit because I'm not done yet. I want to be, for multiple years, the best player in the league. Um, He then told the crowd after, let's get the big trophy now. Yeah. Now, I also heard somewhere, and I saw it, I'm trying to find it now, that he hinted that he's not going anywhere, that he's going to be staying in Milwaukee. And he is sort of one star that I don't expect to bolt. He doesn't yes. care about Hollywood. He doesn't care. He doesn't like that stuff, like for real. No. People no. said that about Kawhi, but we'll get to that in a minute. The Greek freak, hard guy not to really like, Joe. I mean, like I said, oh. he's, he's everything that he's everything that an athlete should be. You know what I mean? In, in all actuality. Humbled, keeps the focus on the team, not himself. Um, the NBA could use a few more guys like like Giannis, who it's about basketball, it's about the community, it's about the team. It ain't about me, 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 I, I, I and I want to play with my friends. I don't think he wants to be friends with anybody uh, on these other teams. I really don't. No, and you're right, and not because he's a jerk, right? But because he's there to beat them and be the best. And he's motivated by that. Like he does. He has that. Like you said, like after there was no like you saw him beat it. I'm not criticizing him beat. And beat was emotional after, but. Like you saw Embiid like just break down and and get consoled by the Raptors. Right. Greek Freak would be the type of guy like get off me, man. Like you yeah. just beat me. Like get away from me. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah, beat your ass next year. Like, yeah. You just saw like we talked about it. You yeah. know, you yeah. know he's just thinking about Drake. He's hitting free throws, thinking that mother. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like he's driven to be the best and I wouldn't want to get in this guy's way to be honest. The only thing is. 
I don't like the makeup. I don't like what they did in the yeah. offseason. I don't like losing Brogdon, their best defensive player. They lose Miritich. And I don't know. Like, you're the same team as last year, except not as good, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You're all offense, yep. too. So you bring back Middleton. You've got uh, you got Lopez. Like you got both Lopez's now, I guess. You got the Lopez's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You got a bunch of dudes to shoot threes, Joe, and the Greek freak. I, it's like they didn't learn from that series. That's what baffles me. It's like they did not, and they should have said, you know what? We got out grinded by the Raptors. We better get like a couple of more grinders. We mm. can already hit threes. We already have the great freak. Instead, they just went all in. They're like the Houston Rockets or something. I just, I don't like, I don't like what they did in the offseason. And the real question is going to be the next step in his maturation as a NBA player. Will he make that step big enough to overcome maybe some of the deficiencies that they uh, they didn't go out and get or lost uh, during the regular season? Will it matter come playoff time? Will he just put? Will he take that next step further enough where they can overcome the loss of some of those guys? That's a good point because as great as he is, he he struggled a lot against the Raptors. Yes. And when we say struggled. At 22 points a game. <laughs> like, he still, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It was like, I remember once, yeah, we contained him. He had 27. I was like, good, good, good. Just like, yeah. But yeah. he never, he wasn't comfortable, right? Like, like right. he wasn't used to that. He was going into the paint, and there were, like, big dudes, like, hacking him and stuff. Yeah. And he's going to have to get used to that. He's going to have to fight through it, blast through it. He's going to have to be a little bit more aggressive and blast through it. Number two... He's going to have to get better at the free throw line. Oh, yeah. He has to because, mm-hmm. like you said, the Raptors just it got to the point. They were like, don't even let him dunk. Just make put him on the line. <laughs> exactly. Right? And, and then with the crowd and Drake in his face, he showed that it worked, that you got under his skin. You know, he's going to be scary bro, next year because he's going to be, he like, is. meaner. And, like, he'll be like, oh, I was nice last year, and you guys mocked me. Yep. Right? So yep. now I'm going to be meaner to you. And now, like, it's yep. going to be scary. Um, he's that guy. Cause like, you know, Simmons, he needs to get a shot. He, but I don't expect Simmons to his leap next year. That maturation for Simmons is not going to be what it is for the Greek freak. I think he's going to come out. He could actually come out and be the best player in the league bar none next year. If he makes that next step. Yeah. With, without a doubt. And yep. there's all always the talk about him, like staying in Milwaukee already did. I actually do think he probably will again. Unless there's sheer frustration with the with the organization, yet I don't think there is. You know, I, I don't think that, you know, like he said, man, I remember that 60 Minutes piece on him. He said, this is my yeah. arena. They're building this for me. Yeah. That's like, right. Yep. Like, he knows, yeah. like, he knows he's the king of Milwaukee. He's the mayor of Milwaukee, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would it surprise me, you, if if they signed him like midseason, all of a sudden, oh guys, we just extended no. him. He's gonna, he's that kind, of, like get it out of the way. I don't want to be bothered. I don't think, I, I exactly, I don't even think he's the type of guy that wants that. To, I don't think he wants ESPN in his face every day. I agree. You yeah. know, and I know the Raptors are holding out this hope, and Masai's got his eye, and you know, yeah, whatever. I think, I think he'll end up staying. Now the thing is with with him, he really is all that. And it's funny, I brought this up, actually, because I tell you, Joe, and I know we're, we're kawaii out a little bit, but this is pertinent. I must have missed the thank you letter. <laughs> Still didn't get that, did you? Not even like a tweet, Joe. Like, yeah. it's it's actually pretty insulting, man. I mean, good point. dude, like Russell Westbrook, 
beautiful letter the other night. Yeah. You know, you guys took me in. I'm always going to be an Oklahoman. I'm a kid from L.A. Yeah, I love you. I grew up here. I turned into a man here. No matter what happens, I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like, he spoke from the heart. Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker wrote an eight-page letter. <laughs> Kemba Walker Great. was like, thanks to the guy to park my car. Uh, to the secretary, Jen, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> like, like, Kemba Walker thanked everybody. You know what I mean? Like, literally everybody, Joe. The yep. fans, the organization, the people, to that diner I went to. You were great. Like, everyone. He, Joe, he literally thanked, like, 50 teammates. Mm-hmm. He, like, like not just current. He was like, thanks to you for teaching me the way in this year. And, hey, Nicholas Batum, I didn't forget you. And, like, Kawhi, nothing. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Like, it's, it's it's just, you know, he's just, he's a dick, man. Like, for lack yep. of a better term. And I was reading about this, and he did the same thing in San Antonio. He he did a letter, like, when he, like, three months later or something like that. And it, it clearly wasn't him. It was like, yeah, whatever. Someone just did it for him. Sure. You know what I mean? It's the uncle or whatever. But, and it's funny, because a lot of people say, well, Kawhi doesn't like attention. And... Kawhi doesn't like talking. Well, he seemed to like talk when he tried to get Kevin Durant, we find out now, to bail out of Brooklyn, we find out. Yeah. Picked the phone up, didn't he? Yeah, he, he seemed to talk when he when he tried to when he, when he played the Oklahoma City Thunder and got Paul George out of there. Mm. Um, when it benefits him. He, he seemed talks. yeah, he seemed to talk when somehow New Balance had him in Clipper gear on Monday, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, I'm sure that was not like we can go on and on here. Mm-hmm. And I get this, well, because I bitch you, and I'm like, you know, dude, you can at least, like, say, hey, thanks for the title year run. You know what I mean? Right. And people are like, oh, he doesn't like attention. Get over it. That's not who he is. As as people are tweeting me that he doesn't like attention to get over it, there he is on the red carpet of the Nickelodeon Awards. Shocking. Yeah, a guy that doesn't, because he had to do, I'm sure he had to be there, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there he is. Guy doesn't like attention on the red carpet of the Nickelodeon Awards. And, oh, yeah, for a guy who doesn't like attention, there he is, featured, I don't know if you've seen the ad, in the Lion King movie. Yes, yes, yep. I'm trying to forget about this guy. I'm watching golf, and I'm like, what the hell? Why is Kawhi Leonard? Uh, yeah. You bring up a good point with how he, listen, look at his exit in San Antonio, and it took him, what, five, six months to pull out something from his PR team? I mean, it's, what the hell chance are yeah, you got he only did that. He did that like uh, like three weeks before he, he was going back with the Raptors because he had to. Yeah. Yes. E- e- yes, exactly. Because he had to. He really doesn't care. No, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> feel like he owes you anything. I can tell you that right now. He yeah. does. I brought you a championship. That should be enough. I don't need to write a letter. Yeah, yeah. That's no, fine. That's fine. And I hate to say it, but I mean, that's what your actions are saying right there. That's That's what your legacy is right there. Yeah, you know, that's that's fine. Like I said, I, he doesn't care. And yep. he's going to sleep fine at night. Like you said, that's what makes him, though. He really doesn't care. He doesn't care about the other players in the league. He doesn't care about the coaches. He doesn't care about the fans. I don't think he cares about his teammates. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that a bad way because he's a great teammate on the floor. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, he's the best player in the league. He's one of the greatest players of all time. But he's a jerk. <laughs> Like, it's just exactly correct. It's just the way it is, right? I mean, and he didn't get that because he didn't talk. It's very interesting because he didn't talk 
everyone kind of gave him a bet, like, oh, he's quiet, but he's so good. He's great. He's been underpaid. You know, we've kind of put him in this bubble here. Like, you can't touch Kawhi Leonard. But, guys, this is the real Kawhi Leonard here, man. It's been how long? And he can't even put a – he can't even go on Twitter to thank the, the fans and people of Toronto. Like, are you serious? Yeah, pretty weak. That's who he is. Like you said, he did the same thing to San Antonio. He was there for yeah. seven years. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and so what chance does Toronto have? It's Bush League, yeah. man. It really is. Right. What, it's Bush League. Like, if you're Nick Nurse, I'm like, you only texted him. Uh, after Pop would go, oh, listen, I won four championships with the guy. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit, and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800 That's 800-584-2519. Our morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Moranzi. 
here. We spent the first hour talking uh, tennis uh, for the most part. Little Greek uh, freak. Let's get into some football in uh, level two here. Um, interesting, uh, interesting report story. You know, uh, Monday Night Football and uh, the announced team like suck rocks. It's horrible. And I know everyone picked on Jason Witten, and uh, Witten's back. Uh, he's back playing now uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, we're safe from Jason Witten's um, uselessness in the booth. Uh, but it's just going to be Booger McFarland now, mm. and uh, and Joe Tessitore. And I got no problem with Booger. Uh, but I really, I'm very annoyed by Joe Tessitore. I find Tessitore to be very annoying. I, I find his voice to be annoying. But uh, nevertheless, um, Peyton Manning has been very sought after for the last couple of years. Now, we see how good Tony Romo is in the booth and on a golf course as well. We'll get to that. But uh, Peyton Manning has been offered basically more money than any other analyst in the history of television before to do Monday Night Football, guys. Like right. They've essentially put a blank check on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, you done, Chris? Uh, you good? <laughs> Yeah, like maybe you could turn the mic off. Like, and you sort of. My mic is off. Yeah. No, no, it was on. That's why I can no, no, hear you shuffling know. the papers and moving no, around. I, I, and like, I know, oh. but literally, I'm looking underneath, and my microphone was off. So I apologize for that. Okay, yeah. I didn't mean to do that. So you're saying you were that loud without the mic? I might be. Yeah. I might be. Oh, that, oh, that, oh, I, that at I least you're here. Okay, I know. Sorry, no apologies. <laughs> All right, at least you're here. Um, so yeah, they've been giving Peyton Manning. They want Peyton Manning big time. And, like, you know, $12, 15000000 million a year. Like, basically, they're willing to give this guy nearly a million dollars a week to broadcast a game. <laughs> Crazy. And I'm like, why doesn't he do it? Why doesn't he want to do it? I thought because maybe he wants to be a coach or a coordinator. But it turns out, and this is the weakest excuse ever, is he doesn't want to criticize Eli. That's a weak. Yeah, that's a weak. Or the Denver Broncos. Not weak. And basically, he considered it, but the Broncos are playing the Giants on Monday Night Football. And he says that he can't can't be in that position. All right, level two. The morning after. Now, we've got a bunch of guests uh, joining us. I'm not really sure uh, what time. I know the 11 o'clock hour is pretty stacked. I'm not sure what time uh, Ledbetter is going to join us from Atlanta. We're going to talk some Atlanta Falcon uh, football. Sean G, not in the house. Um, mm. This morning, as um, he's got a bad back, evidently. Ha! He's got a bad back. His uh, his Iron Man streak is done at a three. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I got a bad back too, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really do too. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not... When I was told he can't he can't come in, he's got a stiff back. I'm like, what are we an NBA team? Is he the starting center? <laughs> I got a massage parlor if he wants to fly down here. I got I know a good place he can go and uh, clear up his back. What the uh, orchard, <laughs> orchard spa? Where it works wonders from what I understand. <laughs> Talk about a hard restart. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll I guess it'll be random. Like this guy from Atlanta will just join us randomly. I know that Paul Bowlby's going to join us at uh, 11:25. Scott Miller. So the 11 o'clock hour. Um, will be a, a a busy one. So, yeah, I was just talking about Peyton Manning, and, yeah, no kidding. That's, like, the reason that Peyton Manning says, and it's not just, like, he actually did an interview about it. So he says that 
it's too emotional for him. And that he doesn't hide it, that he is a New York Giant fan and that he is pulling for Eli and it's too emotional and he can't um, uh, he can't call their games. And he said the same thing about the Denver Broncos. Mm. He said that I'm too close to Vaughn Miller and uh, Emmanuel Sanders. And he said when th- those guys retire and it's it. It's kind of crazy. I mean, it's kind of stupid, to be honest. He basically stated, when everyone that I played with in the league is gone, I will be a broadcaster. And I can be honest. So, in other words, by you stating that you can't do this because you don't want to be in a position to criticize Eli, you are generally saying that Eli sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Because if Eli was great, you'd be like, I can't wait to call my brother's game. Hmm. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I just read be- between the lines that, yeah, you don't want to say that, Daily you know. DailyRoto.com guides you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a fan duel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNDSY and get your 10% discount today. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, New MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you've got to go to Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I 
couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. I'm Joe Tessitore. <laughs> Welcome to Monday Night Football. Zeke Elliott for three yards. That's my deal with Tessitore. Like, he yells about everything. Can you believe it? Yeah, I believe that uh, Tyreek Hill just caught a six-yard pass, Joe. <laughs> Terrible. Uh. Monday Night Football blows. They're, they're awful. Joe Tessitore is a good college guy. Yes. But he oversells things, right? So it works in college. Like, it's just every damn play, he acts like it's the most critical. And he has these cliches. They're ESPN. Like, Joe Tessitore climbed the ladder of ESPN quickly because he's a walking character of what they want their broadcaster to be. Uh, Overhype, over-serious, um... Mm -hmm. I, I go on. I didn't want to talk about it now. It just bothers me. I want to talk football, but not about him. <laughs> it just, it bothers me. So, speaking of which, last week, um, last week, um, there was a, uh, there was a report, and it seems to be picking up uh, steam uh, right now, that the National Football League uh, regular season will be expanded to 18 games. Yep. And... You can only play a maximum of 16 per player. So they go to 18 games, then Phillip Rivers could only play 16 games. You would have to play, you would have to play your backup quarterback at least twice. Like each player on the roster would only be eligible to play 16 times in a season. So in other words, in other words, the League went to the players and said, do you want to go to 18 games? And the players said no. And then they said, well, how about if you only play in 16 games anyways? And then we'll just make the fans pay regular season max prices to to watch backups two times a year. This is the stupidest, like, the NFL is so out of touch with what their fans want and what's going on in the real world. The NFL, Joe, thought that they think that people will watch NFL like uh, while they're getting open-heart surgery. You know what I mean? Like, people (laughs) think that they'll watch NFL when their house is on fire. Mm. Like, case in point, you remember a couple of years ago when they had the the college football playoff the first two years? It was on New Year's Eve. Yes. And ESPN told college football, this is a horrible idea, by the way. And they said uh, the guy, the Hancock guy, said people will watch college football on the 4th of July and love it. And mm. what happened? It was the lowest rated, uh, like, ever, like, type thing. Yeah. No one watched. And he got fired. The yeah. arenas were, fired. the stadiums were empty. Yeah. So then the next year, they were New Year's Eve again, and it sucked again. 
And then basically ESPN won out and said, we're not doing this on New Year's Eve anymore. So there's a there's a premise amongst these football people that people love football no matter what, they'll watch it. Now, the NFL also thought this and still thinks this way, except obviously learn nothing. As if you look at Thursday night football, nobody likes it. Nobody cares about it. Like, the ratings are bad for Thursday night football. Uh, fans really, it's not, it hasn't become some can't-miss tradition and, oh, I love NFL football on Thursday nights. It's usually a bad product because teams only have a couple of days to prepare for the game. Um, you have to have division games usually in this spot because you don't want big travel. Um, it was so bad that like they're like, oh no, we'll make uh, we'll make um, the A broadcast team do it, and that that'll spiffy it up. The the whole point is more isn't always better. The NFL has a perfect niche set, right from September into the winter, September through December playoffs. 16 games. It fits organically. Same with baseball. You want to shorten baseball? Eh, it fits. It's six months. It's just king. It just fits perfectly. 16 games is perfect. It's perfect. There's four teams in the division, four games a month, 16 games. There's nothing to tinker with with this. You want to tinker with anything, take away two of your crap-ass preseason games. Four preseason games is ludicrous. You want to make more money? Add, add more wild cards. Have a play-in to a play-in type crap. People would live with that. We'd say, oh, it cheapens the wild card, and then all the while we'd be betting all our money on it, Joe. Oh, it's the play-in to the wild card game. I don't care. Like baseball, you're gonna have a, you want to make a wild card best of three now? Go ahead and do it. The NBA is going to do it. They're going to have like a little mini play-in tournament for the last playoff spot, whatever, at the end of the year, because they're going to reduce games. Because they were going to reduce games. The NFL just doesn't get it, bro. Like, mm. they're, they're, they're out of touch with their their community relations. Look at, like, Richie Incognito gets a two-game suspension. I mean, Richie Incognito got a two-game for suspension for going to a funeral home, threatening to shoot the place up, and demanding access to his father's dead body so he could chop his head off. Mm. Oh, yeah, and then when he was apprehended, he told uh, local police um, that it's okay, he's there as a uh, secret CIA agent as part of a uh, investigation. Mm. He gets two games. <laughs> like, two games too many, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, well, he shouldn't be in a league. He, should, he shouldn't uh, be in a league. I mean, if on. Like, hard so, like, the, on. the NFL is out of touch. From beating up women to not paying cheerleaders. Like, you can go down the list. Like, they're just, they're a bunch of scumbags. But the biggest thing they're out of touch with is what their fans want. Like, they don't, like, they, you know, most leagues, like, have internal, like, focus groups and stuff. Like, the NFL almost says, you know what, like, let's just do the opposite of what the fans want. You know, like, they just, they just don't get it. And adding 18 games is just stupid. The Canadian Football League has an 18-game schedule, and it's incredibly long. The games don't mean anything suddenly because whatever, man. You're 3-3. Three and three, You still have another, like, 15 games left. <laughs> like, it never ends. Like, the season just never ends this way. 
It's well, let me ask you this, have, Gabe. Do you have add a- two buys to each team. It's just going to delay it and water down the product. That's all it does. What if this, and I don't, I'm don't. i just thinking off the top of my head here. I don't know if it'll work or not. But what if 18 games is a just a precursor to expanding and adding more teams in the NFL? Do you think that might happen down the road? Yeah, that's not a bad, uh, I can live with that. Right? If they added what? I don't know how the, the math works. Maybe four more teams or two more franchises. I think if you add a couple of more, you You're can right. probably. But you, why not you, wait until we do that? Well, I, you know, it's because everything's <laughs> in the. Because they, right now they want to go ahead and, and do it because the, they know the players want more guaranteed money. They want to get rid of the marijuana. The 2020 CBA is coming up. So now they're throwing it that's, out that's there. That's a going, good call. That You're right. The weed thing is a big thing. Right. And the league, the owner is going to hold this over to players. They're yeah. going to say, listen, we're telling you you can smoke weed now, but we're doing 18 games. Hello. Yeah, you're right. They'll, yeah. That's the route they're going to go down. Now's the time to do it. And I like how, though, they knew, all right, but you'll only have to play in 16 games still. Yeah, yeah, you get that. exactly. So we'll just pass on an inferior product to the fan. That's what well, they're doing. They're adding. Is there any bigger scam than game three and four of the preseason to a season ticket holder? Like, is there any bigger scam? They're adding. Yeah, they're they're just adding more crap <laughs> like, <laughs> for the same price, if not more. Oh, they'll raise the ticket prices now because oh, yeah. there's going to be more. The regular it's, season game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah. now, so like you said, so now with the, uh, I guess, though, part of the trade off, they, they're saying they're going to cut the preseason till two games. Get rid of those two games. That's the biggest scam there is. The CFL has two preseason games only. And that works, right? Yeah, it works. It's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, four is stupid. They don't play. It's just a waste of everyone's time. It's just... But it shows how out of touch they are. The NBA is currently meeting, discussing how many games to cut. (laughs) Because they think the product will be better and more valuable if there's less of it. Yeah, what a shock. Yeah, and we'll see uh, We'll see who's doing better in five years, the NBA or the NFL. My money's on the NBA. It's coming. What do you want? Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam, for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. All right, so who wants two free waves up to $1,000? If you're raising your hand going me, well, very simply, head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid and open yourself up a points bet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid. Get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. And in addition to betting points bet, they offer their own unique betting concept where you're rewarded by how much you win your bet by. So, for example, let's say you're taking Michigan State. You're laying three, but they cover by 10 you're going to get 10 times your bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Promo code grid. Get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. Do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you see website for details. And welcome in here to the morning after. Uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter from the Atlantic Journal-Constitution joins us at 1040. But first. Let's check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids. That I cannot get. It is around the corner, two weeks away from the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons to kicking things off in Canton, Ohio. And ridiculously stupid ideas are already starting to be discussed from the National Football League owners and uh, commissioner. The most out-of-touch commissioner uh, in sport by far, all right? Um, as really, there's nothing really that the National Football League ever does right. The only saving grace that they have is the fact that people love football that much. And I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Roger Goodell, to come, to come to your house, punch you in the face on Sunday morning, you're still going to watch the games. I've asked people before, um, if a player... On a on a, on your favorite team slept uh, with your girlfriend. Are you never going to watch football again? Like there's almost nothing they could do. You know what I mean? 
there's almost nothing they can do, like short of like killing you, right? And I don't know what it is about the National Football League that people are just sort of addicted to it, like blindly, ooh, football, football, football. That is at least, that was the case. Now, you look at the National Football League and they have a good thing going, yet they seem to just find ways to screw it up on their own. And now the latest talk is an 18-game regular season schedule. And this is something they've been talking about for a couple of years real now. And it seems as though it's going to be a trade-off in which, you know, the players will get a couple of things that they want, but there'll be another couple of games added to the schedule. Now, what's really stupid about this, number one, all right, and I've said this for, for years, the, the NFL actually copies pretty much everything that the CFL does. And it's true. You know, now, if you don't believe it, now, oh, yeah, what are they doing in the NFL now with the, uh, with the replays, with the offensive pass interference? Where the hell do you think that came from? The CFL. Right, so time and time again, they sort of look and see what the CFL does, and then they see if it works and whether they like it or not, and then they, they apply it uh, to the National Football League. The CFL used to be 16 games, yet for some reason the CFL went to 18 games because it makes sense, right? 19 games, 18 games or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, those extra two weeks make a difference, man. It really devalues the regular season games you know what I mean? In a 16-game schedule, it's like, man, we're one and two. We better start getting on track. 18-game schedule, one and two doesn't matter. It's like, whatever, man. We got another 15 games left, right? So the 18-game schedule just devalues it. Um, and then conversely, since the Players Association says there's no way in hell we're going to play 18 games, the NFL owners are like, all right, fine. You can play in a max of 16 games. So therefore backups will have to be used in two regular season games. And um, I'm willing to bet you right now they're not going to be charging you backup money for those two regular season games. Now, are they? No, they're not. So in other words, what the National Football League thinks is a good idea is to, number one, water down the product, make the product worse, and number two, make you watch it and pay for it. And... Number three, what do we get out of this? So what is the positive plus out of this? None, besides more money for the National Football League. Now, you look at the NBA, and the NBA is kicking the crap out of the NFL. You look at the NBA, as far as young demographics, as far as popularity amongst teenagers, i.e. future fans and kids. I just read a piece last night about the National Football League, about how they're in a panic that anyone under like 10 years old and 12 years old doesn't care about them. I wonder why, Roger. I'm sure making 18-game schedule is going to make the kids care, though. <laughs> like, it's it's like football succeeds in spite of itself. And it's funny, now the NBA owners are actually all in agreement. They're in agreement. They want less games. They want less games. They're going to add, like, a midseason tournament, and they're going to have a little mini play-in tournament for the playoffs to create excitement to generate revenue that they're going to lose from the regular season games. They were extreme. There are some owners that want to go to a 58-game schedule. Now, they're not going to go to 58 games because that's just too much. They can't pass that much on to the fact after the fact. But what I like is I like that we have a bunch of rich people in the room that are actually thinking, how can we make this product better? 
More isn't always better. We learned this with Thursday night football. Nobody wants it. Nobody cares. And you think because, oh, Phil Simms does the game now. People are going to tune in. Oh, Joe Buck is doing the game. You could have Shakira doing the game naked. Nobody cares. All right? More isn't always better. And it's funny because the National Football League has a million problems. All right? Not once has everybody any said, I've heard anyone ever say, you know what the NFL should do? The season should be longer. Get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids. That I can yeah, I always found it great with the owners, too. Like, they're so willing to talk about uh, reduction. Like, well, let's reduce the amount of games here. Let's do this. We'll take away the preseason games. We'll shorten the NBA season. Yeah, as long as they're not losing any money and they can figure out a way to recoup that revenue, they are all for it. They're they're the greatest thing in the world. Less is more as long as we don't lose any money. Isn't that convenient with the owners, though, at the end of the day? Well, that, that's that's okay. You know, that's okay. I get it. You want to make, um, you know, like the NBA. You know, you can't even me. I'm like, all right, what are you going to do? You can't just cut the league from 82 to 58, guys. Where's the money come from? Right, you're gonna start charging people what 38% more per ticket? Uh, now you can't do that. So mm. come up with your little tournament, sell sponsorship for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's like that's thinking outside the box. That's thinking outside the box. Like the NFL just basically figures, well, let's just give people more of our product. That's gonna be a worse product, but they'll do it. It just it's not it, it's not for the good of the game. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like what is a commissioner's uh, commissioner's mandate is supposed to be what's for the good of the game. And I don't think adding two games to this is for the good of the game, Joe. No, I, listen, I agree with you, man. These these guys are as good as they are, as physically fit they are, and all the. Um, you know, all the diets and and the how far technology and science has come. The bottom line is they're still getting these guys are getting crushed. The average lifespan of an NFL player is 3.4 years. The union came out and said, if you add two more games, guys, that drops to 2.8. Like that's half that's half a full year of their uh, of their actual careers that goes right out the window if you add two games. As it is now already. Look at the Super Bowl now, Joe. Super Bowl used yeah. to be the last Sunday of January. Now it's not. It's February 12th. February. Like, so what's it going to be now? March 1st? When's the Super Bowl, guys? So you're playing 18 games now. So that's another two weeks. And, oh, yeah, since you're getting uh, two more games, they're going to add another bye. That's so right. Each team will get two byes now. So you start in September. So, like I said, so I guess the Super Bowl will now be either the last February Sunday or the first Sunday of March. Yeah. March Madness, Joe. Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like, crazy. they don't realize, like, that's, it's like the thing with, like, NASCAR. It's too long, right? Yeah. Like, you don't, that's the thing with leagues. That's the thing with the NHL that's annoying. Like, you can't get all excited about hockey. Hockey's back in October. And then there you are, June 15th. All right, final series. Like, it's, you lose interest. So, now, so seriously, let's just imagine the Super Bowl, Joe, is the first week of March now. <laughs> so, we're supposed to be gung-ho from September 1st now to March 3rd. 
every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, NFL, NFL. It's ridiculously stupid, man. Like, they just want to stretch it out. Oh, let's stretch it out because the NBA is catching up to us. Maybe if we do more. Yeah, yeah, put more crappy stuff on TV. That's the way to sell. Mm, yep. I, like, I cannot believe that a league as rich as the NFL has as many stupid people in the room, bro. Well, the thing with the NFL, what made them vault themselves past baseball and really become the king of all of all media is the fact they gave us. They dangled the carrot. They yeah. gave it to us. They took it away. Like, they made yeah. us wanting. There's there's enough time in between the games to make us want more. Yeah, it makes you crazy about it when it's back. Right. Give me all. Take my money. Exactly. I know. Exactly. It's perfect. 16 weeks. Yep. Like, I, I, I it's. Yep. You know, Jerry Jones, say what you will about him, but I'd like to know Jerry Jones's take on this. Because, you know, Jerry Jones on occasion, I've heard it start like he's thrown things at people and stuff. Yep. Like Jerry Jones has gotten up and said, you're all morons. This is why the NBA is hipper than us. That, like, honestly, like Jerry Jones been exasperated time and time again about building the league and about TV and decisions and Internet stuff. Like, like the NFL, like during an NFL game on Twitter, you won't see, like, oh, what a catch, like, on a GIF or something. Because mm-hmm. the NFL will shut it down, right? Like, the NBA, they won't shut it down. <laughs> the NBA figures, what do we care if some kid sees Steph Curry hit a three on Twitter? It's promoting right. our league. The NFL is like, that's our property. Yep. Well, that's why no one uh, 14 and under gives a crap about your league, Adele. <laughs> If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Santa and they crushed Goodell. Round two and three of the draft held tonight. The final four rounds tomorrow. Philly fans are unlike any other. Morning after continues fantasy sports uh, radio. Television networks, American Forces, uh, radio networks, tune in, iHeart, everything else between. Uh, we appreciate uh, you joining us. Uh, hang in there, Bob, in Vermont. I promise we're going to get to you after uh, Orlando Ledbetter steps up and, and joins us uh, from Atlanta. We were just talking about the NFL and the proposal to go to an 18-game regular season uh, schedule. Most of you on Twitter and most of you in our chat agree with us that it's ridiculously stupid idea, uh, but you know they're going to do it anyways. Uh, Orlando, good morning, Orlando. Thank you for joining us. How you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good, Gabe and Joe. Thanks for having me this morning. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. So before we, uh, before we get into the Dirty Birds, uh, what's your take on this as far as a, a proposed 18-game schedule? And I like that the Players Association is like, yeah, whatever, but we're not playing 18 games. So they're like 18 games, but each player can only play a max of 16 games. What was your initial reaction to this proposal? Well, you knew it was coming down to the pike, and I'll go back to when it was 14 games. They went to 16, and there was outrage there. Uh, we used to have six <laughs> exhibition games. So uh, uh, we're, it's going to be a day where we got 18 games and two exhibitions. Uh, they're highly practicing as it is right now, so they might as well play the games for real. Uh, you know, roster size is the issue. All they have to do is activate the guys that are inactive, go from, uh, you know, 47 to 53, and then you got 10 guys on the practice squad, you know, that, uh, you know, you can have available to, to play some of those games. So you got 60 guys on the sidelines. You just don't have to play some of them now. You know, for me, and you look at the NBA, and they're talking about a midseason tournament. And they're talking about, like, uh, a play-in to get to the playoffs, maybe a mini-tournament for the teams who are on the outside looking in. But they're at the same point in time, they're saying, but we want to shorten the regular season a little bit. But we'll look to get some revenue this way. 
I would prefer not even. If the NFL came up with, all right, we're having a play-in for the play-in type thing. There's the wild cards, and then you guys are going to play to get into a wild card or whatnot. I just, I, you know, you want if they want to make more money, I find there's more creative ways than doing it than watering down the season. I'm a CFL fan as well, Orlando, and the season's too long, bro, when it's 18 weeks. It just is. It devalues it. Like, when's the Super Bowl going to be now? What, in March? Like late February? Like when? When, when are we playing the Super Bowl now? <laughs> no, you just keep the same schedule. You just got two exhibition games in August, and then you get started a little bit earlier. So the, uh, yeah, yeah, know, reg season. Playing, you're, already, you're already playing 20 games, so you know just you're charging people full prices for those, uh, you know, exhibition crap games anyway. <laughs> Might as well make them. Better That's all I'm all right, saying. There's money. Of course, but they're already making money off of these games that don't count. I'm saying make them count. You go like that, man. That's uh, There's money uh, to be made there, that's for sure. That's how the NFL looks at most everything. How are you looking at the Falcons this year? I'm sick and tired of hearing how Matt Ryan is uh, undervalued and underappreciated. I mean, granted, the guy's gone through more offensive coordinators than, uh, than anybody, but has he finally found the right one here in Dirk Cutter? What do you think? Well, yeah, no question about it. Dirt and Matt go back to uh, 2012, 13, and 14 here in Atlanta. The, the 2000, 2012 team went to the NFC Championship game. So uh, they've been in the room together. They've come up with successful game plans together. So that should be a pretty good reunion for the Falcons. He's not playing with a guy who was a college coordinator trying to make a jump to the NFL like he uh, has been the last mm. couple of years with Sarkeesian. He's got a real pro who's been in the fires, uh, you know, in Jacksonville, then here in Atlanta, and then as a, a caller in Tampa Bay and as the head coach down there. So uh, that should bode well for the Falcons moving into this 2019 season, guys. You know, we've spoken um, – I forget who it was. it was. It was like Super Bowl week. It was after the Super Bowl. But we had someone on the Falcons on, and I said, man, you guys were cursed last year. I said, it seemed like every damn snap, man, like there would be players like lying on the field after they got hurt. He goes, yeah, but no excuses. But you can, you, you know, you can say it, Orlando. I look at the Falcons last year, and it's just, it wasn't meant to be. You know what I mean? Like the football gods just weren't giving them the breaks. Guys were getting injured. It, you know, it was just, it was like a war of attrition, and attrition won. Uh, but I have higher hopes coming into this year, and I look at this division. Tampa's got to travel more than Willie Nelson, man. These guys are, like, bouncing around everywhere. They don't play at home for two months. They're in a really tough spot. The Carolina Panthers, you know, we don't know what we're going to get from them. You know, Cam Newton, how healthy is he, et cetera. The Saints, Drew Brees not getting any younger. To me, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons, there's no reason why they can't win this division, Orlando. Yeah, no question about it. They lost uh, 80 starters, uh, 80 game starts from projected starters last year wow. with the injury yeah. book to wipe out the whole defense, uh, but they wouldn't use it as an excuse. It was uh, a fact. It wasn't an excuse. It was a fact. And those guys will be back, and, and a lot of the linemen have been replaced. So, uh, you know, the, the lack of depth was exposed last year. The lack of creativity in the personnel department where they, you know, they went the safety went down. Both safeties went down. Eric Reed was on the street and they moved too slow, and Carolina got it. So uh, you know they they um, you know didn't didn't make the moves when the injuries started to mount, and they didn't have the depth. So 
they've made some moves over the offseason. They're getting back their guys healthy. They've redone the line, spent $80 million on that offensive line. So uh, they've shored up what, that, what was their perceived weakness, and they should get stronger with all of the, all of the defenders returning from injury. Who would you say, who's the pressure on coming into this year? You know, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is is a respected quarterback. Um, as Joe mentioned, he's had to deal with a lot of different coordinators. Um, you know, the defense last year, they had a lot of injuries. The offensive line had a lot of injuries. I mean, the roster is there. I guess staying healthy, so where I'm going with this, is there pressure on Coach Quinn this year? You know, to, to get this yes, done. Yes, there get, is. Yeah. But to show, hey, that Super Bowl run wasn't just a, a one-year deal. Can you win consistently? Because I'm thinking there ain't really pressure on Matt Ryan here. There ain't pressure on Deion Jones. To me, the pressure on is Coach Quinn, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no question about it. They're only 18 and 17 since the Super Bowl collapse. Uh, that's a sign of mediocrity, even though they did have the injuries last year. So, um, you know, if they can't return to the playoffs at the bare minimum, uh, and they really, really need to get back to the Super Bowl and atone for that embarrassing collapse, uh, you know, other thing, anything shorter than that's going to be a disappointment uh, in the owner's eyes. So, uh, not my eyes, but, uh, you know, if they got back to the playoffs, that'd be fine. But, you know, they had a chance to win the Super Bowl and, and blew it in historic fashion. So the owner is not going to forget that. And a 500 record is not going to cut it. Yeah, Orlando, I'm looking at this schedule, man. I know Vegas has got them at nine wins, and I'm trying to count the nine. I'm just not getting there. Your first five games at Minnesota, Philadelphia, at Indy. Finally, you got a cakewalk in Tennessee, and then you're at Houston. Man, that is a rough go to start off the season, my man. I wouldn't say Tennessee's a cakewalk, Joe, but we'll get to that later. Listen, Ryan yeah, Tannehill is a cakewalk. Good. You're good. <laughs> well, Marcus yeah, Mariota says Marcus Mariota is still a quarterback. Oh, he's yeah. already hurt, didn't you hear? <laughs> <laughs> See what I got to deal with, Orlando? Yeah, that's a, yeah, I'm here, man. That's a really it. That is a tough road to go, no question about it. Uh, we're going to know about this team after the first quarter uh, of the season. Uh, either they're going to be scrambling up out of a hole or they're going to be off to one of the greatest starts in franchise history. <laughs> yeah, the schedule schedule is tough. When you look at the division to Orlando, what do you think about it? I sort of mini-handicapped it earlier. Tampa's got that vicious schedule. I like bringing in Arians. I like Tampa's roster. Jameis is playing for money right now. I get it. But, man, you don't play at home for two months. That's hard to overcome if you're anybody. Carolina Panthers... I don't know. And I'm a Panther backer. I like them. But, you know, is Cam going to stay healthy? Are they, you know, they're, are they an 8-8 eight eight team? Or are they a 10-6 team? They just sort of seem they're an 8-8 eight eight team, 9-7 caliber team. The Saints are really good. But when you look at this division, how do you handicap uh, the rest of the teams in this division along with Atlanta? Yeah, I think, you know, the Saints uh, have earned the right. You know, they're, they're a couple plays away from back-to-back Super Bowl trips in their own right. You know, the Minnesota play and then the uh, non-call last year. Uh, so, um, you know, you got to stick with them. Even though Breeze's numbers did dip last year, uh, was his lowest uh, passing yard since, they, uh, since the San Diego. He looked tired, man. He looked like he had dead arm Orlando by the end of the year. 
Yes, no doubt about it. He did not get the ball down the field very well uh, late in the season. So maybe that's a sign that, you know, the end is near for him. You know, nobody's going to uh, win that battle. Uh, so so that gives everybody else some hope. The Falcons are behind them because, uh, you know, they got the quarterback and the defenders are coming back. Carolina, we don't know if Cam can throw. So that's their whole boat up there. They got a good defense, uh, but they're not going to win a bunch of games 10-9. Uh, with Cam uh, not being able to throw. So we'll have to monitor that in the exhibition season. And, of course, like you said, Tampa Bay uh, trying to rebuild that defense. They do got Todd Bowles down there to help uh, Bruce Arians, his uh, former player at Temple. And uh, they had a good thing going out there in Arizona, and they're trying to rekindle that. So that's going to take a while. I don't think you just come into the league and flip that thing around down there. But they certainly uh, have some – some hurdles to overcome if they're going to do that in Tampa Bay. All right, Orlando, we'll go about a minute left here. So Julio Jones, I like what Julio did. Just put it on 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 Arthur's uh, plate here, which is no, no, I ain't holding out. Arthur Blank gave me his word. He'll you know, he's going to honor his word. So he really just sort of, you know, put puts it out there right now. I expect him to get taken care of as well. How do you expect this to play out? And uh, is this going to be a problem moving forward? No, I, I don't think it is. Uh, usually when uh, Mr. Blank says that, it's a uh, it's done deal. They're, they're trying to wrap up Grady Jerry right now, and then they can move on to Julio and get both of those deals, uh, uh, land both of those planes here this week before they report on Sunday. So not much drama there. We're expecting, uh, you know, just how much over $20 million a year is he going to get. Uh, he's trying to get into Antonio Brown's neighborhood. Uh, which, you know, uh, is, is plausible for the Falcons. But they need to get Gray's deal done to create some cap space for Julio. Orlando Ledbetter, uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, Orlando. Look forward to doing it again, man. All right, Gabe and Joe, thanks for having me. Take care. Have a great day. There's Orlando Ledbetter in Atlanta. Thank you uh, for joining us. And uh, I'm seeing eight and a half. You mentioned nine. I got an eight and a half win total here at FanDuel. Uh, for Atlanta, but it's minus 135 uh, mm. to the over. As you mentioned, that schedule is is very tough. Oof. Yet, I've heard you take shots at uh, Tennessee on a couple of occasions, uh, Joe. <laughs> it's just anywhere Ryan Tannehill goes, it's just that stink goes with him, man. Yeah, but Marcus Mariota is the starting quarterback, but I, I bet you you're not a big Mariota guy either, are you? I, well, I just can't trust him. I mean, that's the problem. It's always been the problem with him. I, I just, I don't know if his... It, everything's working against him. He just has he just hasn't evolved like everyone else this, thought he was going to. This is the crossroads defining year for Marcus Mariota's career, Joe. Yeah, I agree. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. And morning after continues. Thanks to Orlando Ledbetter for joining us. I was talking earlier about the NBA is just um, hipper than the NFL and and keeps on trending upwards and upwards and upwards. Meanwhile, the NFL is either stagnant um, or their projections aren't what they would hope. So this is courtesy of Fortune Magazine, Joe. So I'm not playing around here. I went to the money. Ooh, Fortune Magazine. Overall revenues are a better metric. So this is for the record that uh, 37% of Americans still call NFL football their favorite sport. Pretty high. Yeah. 11% basketball. Hmm. 9% baseball. Hmm. And then others. Hmm. Um, all right. Uh, but as Fortune uh, magazine says, overall revenues are a better metric than polls. <laughs> so. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is where the NFL's weakness is most obvious. NFL revenue grew an estimated $900 million to $14 billion in 2017. Just short of 7% growth. Forbes, meanwhile, reports that the most recent NBA season generated $7.4 billion for teams, up a staggering 25% from the year before. Wow. All right. Uh, that suggests the NBA is growing more than three times the rate the NFL is. Damn. Um, all right. Um, if this is this would be pretty crazy actually. So if you start looking uh, forward here, using the most uh, basic sort of growth calculations, current trends put the NFL revenues to be around twenty eight billion dollars a year. Would it be? And yes, <laughs> it's twenty twenty nine. 
This is in line with a goal that Roger Goodell announced in 2007. He projected by 2027 their revenue would be $25 billion a year. It's Damn. on pace to be $28 billion a year. <laughs> Using the same calculations and growth numbers, in 2029, the NBA revenue, Joe, $68 billion a year. That's crazy. That is crazy. Like, they, they really are. Like, like, I'm not just saying this. I think people think I said, oh, the NBA is hipper. Than no, 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 no. Like, the numbers are real. The numbers are real. Like, this, the NFL is, like, sliding down a mountain. And, you mm. know, people don't realize it. Meanwhile, the NBA is looking at, you know, $70 billion revenue in the future. <laughs> crazy. And, and the NBA is much more world sport, show Expansion is much easier for that. Absolutely. A rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. Happened last night. You find out the morning after. Let's do this today. All right, level three. The morning after. We've got more guests uh, coming up. We're gonna get to the phone lines. Um, we got Paul Bovey gonna join us. We'll talk some betting with Paul Bovey, Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Uh, he's a New Yorker, but he's on the West Coast uh, right now. Scott Miller will join us. We'll talk some uh, Major League uh, Baseball. Is quite an incredible, um, incredible, incredible uh, scene in Anaheim uh, the other night. Um, so I am Gabriel Morenci in Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. We've been talking. Uh, we're talking all sports, but sort of talking about the National Football League and the expansion of their schedule, which is still a couple of years away, but it's stupid, but it is what it is. We're not in control uh, of the National Football League. All we're in control is of uh, who you can bet on uh, in mm. the NFL. And I teased this earlier, so I'll throw it out there right now. I was looking at the um, – I'm looking at the NFC, and I was looking at NFC futures, all right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at teams, and it's not a great conference, the NFC. Right there's there's a few good teams and there's a bunch of okay teams. Like the AFC is is a murderer's row. The AFC is a murderer's row. The NFC there's you know there, there's a very manageable path to get to the Super Bowl if you are in the NFC. The New Orleans Saints are NFC favorites at plus four hundred. They had a great year last year. They've been good the last couple of years. Sean Payton's a great coach. They have a good roster. I'm not going to discount them, but at the same point in time. Drew Brees isn't getting any younger, Joe, and he started to age near the end of last year. The Saints are good, but they're not unbeatable, right? Yeah, they're good. The Rams are plus 450. The Rams are really good, but I get the feeling they sort of had their year last year. Very rare you see teams make it back-to-back Super Bowls. The Philadelphia Eagles are the third choice at 7-1. We don't know what Carson Wentz is going to do. Can Carson Wentz stay healthy? They don't have Nick Foles to save them anymore either. 
Chicago Bears plus 850 being overrated and overhyped, in my opinion. Green Bay, 9-1, to one, same thing. I'm actually amazed that the Dallas Cowboys are 13-1 to one to win the NFC Championship. I'm on the Cowboy wagon. And mm. we'll tell you why on the other side. This Dallas Cowboy football team is a deep one. Ooh, Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Hey, well, we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and to get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink off. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Morning after it continues. Fantasy Sports on Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Renzi, Midtown Manhattan, and Joe. 
looking at the NBA and NFL, I keep like just kicking around like different business sites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Thing from the Wall Street Journal. And the metrics of the NBA with young people and all that is definitely hipper. But, but, the Super Bowl is still the behemoth of all. Like, that's like almost like the NFL. That's where they make their money. It's like the Super Bowl. It's insane how much money the Super Bowl generates. Like, um, uh, the Super Bowl... Revenue for the Super Bowl was uh, $500 million alone, right? I'd say that's nearly, um, nearly, you know, it says here, the Super Bowl brings in more revenue than the NBA playoffs and the Major League ba- Baseball playoffs combined. Oh, absolutely. That's why it's still king. It's always going to be yeah. king. You know, football's a, a an appointment situation. It, it's become a fabric of our life. You know, Sunday used to belong to religion and to God and to whoever, and now it belongs to the NFL, and it has been. They actually took over a day of the week, Gabe. All right, so to put it to put it in context, the NBA, the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. this was from the number from two years ago. So this is from when LeBron James and Curry, uh, when they played, and they came back, the 3-1 deficit and all that. Right. Six games. Uh, sorry, no, 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 sorry. It was six games. So this is when the Warriors won. Um, they had $223 million in ad revenue, TV commercials, for six NBA games. Wow. Yeah, but one Super Bowl brings in more than $500, $500 million in million TV dollars. commercials. $500 million in one day, more than $500 one, one. Not a series, one game. No, exactly. Yeah. Like all the ads, the ad revenue is about $500 million or so oh. for one game. So the numbers, yeah, the NFL's numbers are still massive, and we're not. We're, I'm not saying the sky is falling or anything for for the NFL. Listen, older people like the NFL, right? You know, older people like the NFL, but I'm just talking about like if you don't cultivate fans young, it catches up. Yeah. You know, like the NBA does a good job of reaching out to kids a lot more um, than uh, the than the NFL does. But you know, we'll get to Bob in a second. But as I was saying, the Dallas Cowboys guys at 13 to one, this number's whacked. The Dallas, like, name me a position the Dallas Cowboys are not deep at. Like the Dallas Cowboys have a, a near impeccable roster, to be honest. I would like the wide receiving corp to be a little bit deeper, but the fact of the matter is, they're a run first team. Um, Amari Cooper was one of the most productive players in the National Football League when he was with the Dallas Cowboys last year. Uh, the offensive line that used to be the mainstay and staple of this team wasn't as good for the past couple of years, but it's starting to get back to elite standard. Uh, Zeke Elliott is a moron and an idiot, uh, mm. but he's a good running back. Defensively, they have some of the best young talent in the National Football League. They can rotate guys on the D-line. Their secondary's good. They're young. They're aggressive. There's nothing not to like about them defensively. Um... The play calling. Who's your backup? Who's the backup there? Who the backup quarterback? Yeah, if it wasn't, if he goes down, who's in there? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> who was it last year? I know. I'm with you, and I, I'm, I'm thinking. Of, going, well, I tell you, you know, Kellen Moore is the offensive. Kellen, the offensive oh, coordinator oh, now. 
Yeah. Damn it, I thought you were still the backup. Uh, Cowboys. Who is the backup Cowboys for the Cowboys? Because that would be the thing. Well, listen, we can say post. that about every team, but you're right. Like, we, we're struggling. Like, I've yeah. got my head, like, they got some kid from, like, Texas A&M, Prairie View, like, depth chart. Cal, I, you said Keller, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there you'd be like, no, he's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. I That's a trivia question for yeah, you. Yeah, and you know what? I'll put you on the spot now, and I won't hate you for not knowing this. And the only reason I know this is because I'm a sheer degenerate gambler, and they're one of my favorite teams. Right. What school did he play at? It was in your neck of the was it Ohio, U, or U, Ohio? Yeah, he's, a Mac. he's from the Mac. <laughs> he's a Mac guy, right? Central yeah. Michigan, Chippewa. Oh, damn. I won a few bucks on them this year. Nice. Yeah, yeah, no. Central Michigan would be good yeah. to me over the years, but I'm more of a Dan yeah. LaFever guy from yesteryear. Yeah. Um, yeah, the chips. Um, Cooper Rush. Well, the good news is Dak Prescott never loses games. Yeah, but Dak never misses games, so he didn't miss them in college either. No, he he's, he, yeah, he's a big, uh, he's a big, tough kid. Yeah, no, the quarterback problem is a problem for them. And they got Mike yeah. White, who, Ooh. off the top of my head, I'll tell you, he was like Western Kentucky, right? Mm. Yeah, Western Kentucky another for guy. a couple of years. Okay. Yeah, Western Michigan, guy, Western Kentucky. Another guy that cannot be uh, a starter in the NFL. Right. <laughs> you know what it is, Joe? They spent all their money. Well, They don't have money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, everyone has money. They can't afford to pay a veteran guy. But you're right. No, they're... They, Everyone's screwed if the QB goes down. They are toast. And we saw this years ago, bro, when Whedon came in and stuff. Like, they're, they're playing a dangerous game. It's true. All right, let's bring Bob in. We promised to get him on earlier. And it turns out Bob's, like, richer than I am because he just won $1,000 to the track over the weekend. Congratulations, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bob. Whoa, way to go. Yes, I did my, I did my famous $2.40 Super Vectors. And I bet six uh, out of the 11 races on Saturday from um, Saratoga. And you won. And the highest, I, I won $981. Wow. Damn. Wow. Now, well, Bobby's yeah. going to be impressed with that. And Bob, you can afford, now you can Who's afford, gonna like. Who's going to be impressed with that? Paul Bovey. Paul Bovey. Big horse player. He's on the show a little bit later. He doesn't oh, know. I can't wait girl. to hear him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I might have to leave though. But today at work, we're having meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and corn, and chocolate cake Meat. for dessert. Ooh, I'm not loaf. a big meatloaf guy. Meatloaf is good. What are you talking about? Nah, I don't know. Meatloaf from a senior's I home doesn't meatloaf. do it for me. Yeah, that's a well, rough. You heard him say Joe? Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, I didn't mind some of the other no, ones. No, it's good. When's tacos? It Taco Tuesday. Too spicy uh, the, for the old people. Well, today's Monday, Gabe. Today's Monday. Yeah, thanks, Bob. And what? Uh, <laughs> what's what's the dessert? I said tomorrow, Bob. I said chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. Okay. okay. I thought you said good. pudding. All chocolate right. cake. All right. Chocolate no, chocolate cake. cake. All right. Yep. Nine hundred. What'd you do with I the money, Bob? Eleven races down at down at Saratoga. What'd you do with the money? Mm. I didn't go to Saratoga. I went to Connecticut. I know, but what I did you... I should have went to Saratoga because it's closer to my house. What did you do with the money? I put it in my bank. All right. Oh. That was impressive. You I should have. get my... Do- what? 
I was going to say, I thought I would have ordered hookers if I was you, but... Um, oh, absolutely. No, I got to save money. Well, you got a quarter rich, ounce like of weed, some hookers, and like live it up. That's all. I'm not weed rich brownies. Like you are. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to save my money. <laughs> Keep hitting those 10 cent super factors, Bob. It's found money, Bob. Yeah, you won. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it is found money. That's nice but of you. The You're getting I a won yeah. was the 11th race is 286. $286. You're getting uh, you're getting a present for your daughter, you said? That's very very nice of you. Yeah, I've got to get her a nice gift. I took her out to dinner the other day, too. That's right. Meatloaf? What'd you guys What'd have? What'd you guys have? No. No. She had, like, sliders. She liked sliders. Oh. What did you have? And french fries. I had sliders, too. I liked the sliders. We had the same thing. All right, Bob. Then All she right. gets, uh, like, the... Do you know those uh, that cake with the gush and the um, chocolate oozing came in the cake? A lava cake. Explosion yes. Yeah, lava. lava. That's yeah, lava. Yeah, for dessert. Is oh she a horse God, player, Bob? You daughter? Does she like the ponies? Does she pick winners? Yeah, she come. She actually came to the one in uh, when it was over down in the old OTB in Hinsdale. Man, you're quite the horse player, Bob. At the time. Another 981 bucks. Great, great job. All right, Bob, have a nice well, day. I know I'm at work today. Say oh, that's all I get? Say hello Two to seconds? everyone. No, I'm looking. Get your loaf. Okay, oh, bye, Bob. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. All right. See you loaf. 981 bucks. He won more than I did this weekend. <laughs> I think I lost about that. Put your money where your mouth is. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. With DraftKings Sportsbook, where, of course, listeners of this show can get a risk-free bet of up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. You ready? Write this down. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Make a deposit. Place your first bet. DraftKings matches it up to 500 bucks. That simple. Go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. Need to act quickly, though. This offer will not be around forever. And if you have a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you see the website for details. I keep on, like, looking for more research as far as um, NBA versus NFL revenue and just sort of growth, etc. And uh, the NBA does a lot better internationally. We talked about that briefly. Mm. It's more of an international sport, right? People play basketball uh, all over the world. People don't play football uh, all over the world. And specifically China. And the NFL is screwed, and they know it. And this is even like the uh, head of international development, Mark uh, Waller for the NFL, says our disadvantage uh, versus the NBA in China, time zone. Mm. There isn't a single NFL game that is on that is convenient for Chinese fans, aside from the ones that are played in London. Right. Because regular kickoff times are at 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock. Um, that's actually 1 in the morning and 4 in the morning in China. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, so if the NBA's tipping off at 8 o'clock, that's 8 a.m., bro, there. Mm. People are up, right? The 10.30 West Coast game in the NBA, that's 10.30 a.m. in China. People are up. People see that's it. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. So pretty, pretty interesting, actually. I didn't really think about that, the time zone difference. There's a reason for everything. Paul Bowlby steps up and enjoys us. You can find his smoking picks during the NBA and NFL seasons over at VegasInsider.com. Paul, it's always a pleasure. How are you doing this morning? Breakfast with the NBA in the Philippines. I can't tell you how many times I've done that, but it's kind of something to look forward to when you wake up in the morning. So, yeah, you've been, you've been in Asia a lot. So, you wake up, it's like, all right, you're watching a big game at breakfast, huh? Yeah, all the time. And That's awesome. Are the games on like routinely there in the Philippines and when you're in Asia, like in the bars and the hotels? No, you don't go out to the bars because they're not open. But uh, you go into the coffee shops and they'll have a game on, or you could buy the package. And believe it or not, the package is like two or three dollars a week. <laughs> uh, it, and it, you stream the games just like the NBA League Pass. You just you just stream them. That's great. That's that's, really cool. yeah, that's great. So, yeah, we were talking about the NFL and the NBA and about the NBA, Paul. And you know it's going to be a battle, and some owners want to reduce less than others. 
But the NBA owners actually want to reduce the season. Yeah. They, they want to reduce it. The players are on board. I think they're going to go to 72. Um, there was an extreme. I guess there were a couple of owners that said 58, and you're not going to be able to make that much money back up with these other tournaments. But now the NFL is talking about adding games to the season, Paul. Like, the last thing I need is 18 NFL games, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous, Gabe. Uh, Injuries are such a concern in the NFL. You know, back in the day, it was 14. Then you went to 16. Now you could go to 18. The only way you could do that, obviously, is to cut out the preseason, which is – that's very plausible, and that should be done. You do not need – four preseason games you need training camp and then maybe two and i think that would be adequate uh but as far as the nba i'm I'm shocked that they would do that and i was vehemently against the nba pushing up the uh starting date to early october because you're just kind of settling into the football season then all of a sudden these guys are in training camp at the beginning of september with a tip-off on october 12th yeah, they started earlier this year than ever. You're right. I was just sort of used to that NBA on Halloween uh, coming right. out of the gate. Uh, but, uh, Paul, I know you've played some NFL futures already. We talked about the Buffalo Bill season win total. I'm starting to kick the tires on some of this stuff right now, and I was just bringing this up, the NFC Conference Championship odds. The Saints are plus 400. The Rams are plus 450. The Eagles are 7-1. to The Bears are 850. The Packers are 9-1. to and the Dallas Cowboys are 13 to 1. And I think that since Jason Garrett is kind of a character of himself almost, you know, like if you ask the average person, oh, Jason Garrett's a horrible coach. I don't think Jason Garrett is a horrible coach, but there's a perception that he is. There's a perception that Jerry Jones runs the franchise, which he does, but people don't give Jerry Jones credit enough for doing a great job at the draft over the last couple of years either. I'm looking at the Cowboys, Paul, at 13-1. to 1. I don't think there's five teams better than these guys. I don't think the Packers are better than the Cowboys. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure the Bears are better than the Packers uh, and the Cowboys. I'm not, you know, the Eagles, all right, I guess, Carson Wentz. You know, I mean, people act like Carson Wentz and Joe Namath and Joe Montana combined. 7-1. to 1. I don't think the Cowboys are getting enough love at 13-1. to 1. What's your take, Paul? Well, there was vast improvement when they got Amari Cooper. We know that Gallup has stepped up. In fact, Dak's quarterback rating with Amari Cooper on the field was 104. I think with Jerry Jones, he's held on to Jason because he wants to be right. He's kind of one of those guys, and he, he just wants to be right so bad that he's holding on to what I consider to be a mediocre coach in Jason Garrett. I think the Cowboys are definitely worth a play at 13 to one. Can they beat the Eagles? The Eagles, the jury is out. Carson Wentz, 26 years old, injury prone. They got a couple good receivers over there, but uh, you know, they seem to be the sexy pick this year, but, We'll see what happens. I'm I'm not sold on the Eagles like a lot of people are at this point, and I think the Cowboys can break through. It certainly won't be the Giants. No, that's what I'm saying, Joe. Too like if you look at a division, guys, it's a two it's a two team race, Joe. Would you agree? Right. The Redskins and the Giants they're not as good as the Cowboys and Eagles. And like like Paul said, 
I don't know how you feel, Joe, but everyone just sort of anoints the Eagles, the Eagles, Carson Wentz. I mean, okay, should they be the third or fourth choice to win the conference? I'm not so sure about that. Well, you know what it is when you look at the two schedules. The Cowboys, based upon last year's records of their opponents, their schedule is a hell of a lot more difficult than what the Eagles got going on here, where they're playing teams like, you know, Detroit and uh, um, Miami. They're in here now. They got the Jets there. The schedule for New uh, for Philadelphia is a little bit easier than what the Cowboys are looking at. But how much easier? Hold they on, play the same on, divisions. They play the same divisions. Right, but head-to-head, based upon strength of schedule of the teams from last year, their schedule is actually a little bit harder than what the uh, what they are. Go ahead, Paul. Joe, Joe, I happen to like the Lions, so so. Oh no! Do you really? Do you? I do. I oh. do like the Lions this year. The Detroit I Lions. I, I like the Lions. So I want to be clear. Okay. Don't make fun. No, make I'm not fun making fun. I just want to be clear. Okay. Here. Like yeah. And I'm not, I'm not just a, 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 I'm not a Homer, I'm not a Lions fan. No, you're not from Detroit. I just think, no, I just think they're loaded at receiver with mm-hmm. Galladay and Marvin Jones. There was some injury problems last year. Carry on Johnson, 5.4 yards per carry. He missed six games last year. They picked up a solid tight end from Iowa in the draft, and they have a shutdown corner in Darius Slay, who missed a bunch of games last year. I think this team is poised to do good things in the division this year. How far they'll go, I don't know. But I think Mm. you could see nine or ten wins with some regression from the Chicago Bears. And the Packers, look, the Packers, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Devonta Adams had a fantastic year last year. But I'm still not completely sold on the Packers. I think the Lions have to stay healthy, and they can make some noise. Matt Patricia in his second year. We'll see what he brings. What's the number on it? Six or six and a half? Six and a half. Win total. Six and a half. So, Paul, you must like the over six and a half for the Lions then. I do. I do like over six and a half. I think at seven, I was was standing back, but at six and a half, I'm a taker. What about a Monday and a Thursday night game? Did you know that, uh, (laughs) Gabe? They got a Monday and a Thursday night game. Well, because wow. of Thanksgiving. What, they played a Monday before the Thanksgiving? Yeah, the 28th. Chicago, yeah, uh, Chicago at home. And then they play on uh, October 14th at Green Bay. Um, oh, we're going we're gonna to beat Chicago at home. No no question. No question. It's six and a half. I like where you're going with this. I'm big on on Johnson this year as well. I'm not a big Matt Patricia fan. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's retooling things. Mm-hmm. They're going to be better defensively. They're getting tougher. As Paul mentioned, there is talent. There is talent on this football team. Um, six and a half manageable. What do you think of plus 490? Are they a playoff team? FanDuel Ooh. at the Meadowlands has them plus 490 to make the playoffs. Detroit Lions. Damn. That's not it's, – it's, it's not a bad play, but it, it just doesn't it, – it doesn't have teeth in my opinion. You like it's, the over six, six and a half. Change. It's six and change. I would take them. I'd rather go with the six and a half. I get seven wins. I get eight wins. I'm a winner. I don't have to sweat out nine or ten. So are you? And I said too, the the Bears are sort of being positioned. That's the one thing at this time of the year, guys, that I find the the most amusing. NFL prediction time. People just repeat what the standings were the year before. Like they always hmm. do. Wow, the Bears and they're on the Bears. And they're like, it's like, oh, the Eagles. And like, 
It's always just the same thing over. And everyone's pimping the Packers right now. I'm not buying the Packers. They're at nine wins. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not in love with this Packer team. Uh, Bears at nine and a half, okay. And then you get the Vikings at nine. I don't know. I'm, you know, I think the Vikings are probably the best team in this division, to be honest, this year. But I think they'll be better than what they. I think Kirk Cousins will be better. I think that team is. Yeah. Very well coached. I like, look, the Vikings. The Vikings were not a good football team last year because they could not run the football. And I'm not sold on that until I see them run the football. They might have the best one-two punch receiver combo in the league in Thielen and Diggs, but that will only go so far in the NFL. Dalvin Cook Kirk needs Cousins. to stay healthy. Dalvin needs to stay healthy. on Twitter. I'll with thanks. Frank, the big hurt. After baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit, your body's let stuff, and that can make it hard to get in shape. I got to the game with Enix. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back in the shape? Genix. All you do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say, how would you lose the weight? I take Andro for every day. I'm going to get That was talking Andro for Alice LaBobs to say. When you see real commercials, you say that's not possible with things like If your commercials aren't strong enough, I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body bringing my energy levels up and differences in for great stuff. But the nothing happened. Start belly and feel years you try Andrew the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
All right, thanks to Paul Bowie for uh, joining us. This show's just flown by here this morning. Morning after, continuous fantasy sports radio network, American Forces radio network, iHeart, tune in. Everything else in between, let's talk baseball uh, right now. Scott uh, Miller, uh, Bleacher Report, Sirius uh, XM. Uh, Scott Miller uh, joins us. Good morning, Scott. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us this morning. Hey, Joe. Hey, Gabe. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. Thank you for joining us. And, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the pictures right now. Even I got goosebumps. It's amazing how how life itself uh, can come full circle and how numbers can somehow be aligned. But, wow, what a moment in Anaheim the other night. I'm just looking at the jerseys uh, on, on the mound right now, and I didn't get a chance to read uh, the story that you retweeted. Why did they put the jerseys on the mound? Whose idea was that? How, I was wondering about that after. Yeah, it was their hitting coach's idea that uh, he mentioned it, uh, you know, at, right as the game was ending. And obviously everybody loved it, uh, doing it. And, and so, you know, for people that aren't, that, that maybe don't realize Friday night what happened in Anaheim, it was their first home game, um, not only the first, you know, start of the second half after the All-Star break, first home game since Tyler Skaggs passed away. Uh, he died on, on the road trip in Texas. So it was already going to be an emotional night, and it was their first home game, and and fans, um, fans had left uh, every you know everything from flowers to caps to t-shirts. And to, his uh, mother was throwing out the first pitch. We should add too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fans had left the makeshift memorial outside the stadium. The, his mother Debbie threw the first pitch, and then uh, yeah, I mean you know who could script a no hitter, a combined no hitter? And then, uh, yeah, so the hitting coach after the game. Oh, and then the Angels. Everybody wore number forty-five. Uh, then the, you know, like Mike Trout did during the All Star game, and then uh, so at the end of the game, yeah, the hitting coach uh, suggested uh, you know, hey, what if we did this? So everybody went. In, in a ceremonial uh, tribute at the end of the game and laid their number 45 jerseys on the pitcher's mound. And, um, yeah, it, it was very, very powerful. I just can't believe that they scored seven runs in the first inning, 13 hits <clears throat> overall, 7-13 was his birthday. It was his 28th birthday. Last combined yeah, exactly. no-hitter in California, 7-13-91. <laughs> the very day Tyler Skaggs was born, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. The numbers are you, you, it just leaves you shaking your head. It's it's incredible, um, you know, the way all this played out. You know, for right down to as you say, the numbers, the seven thirteen, and uh, um, yeah, it, it's just you know, it, there are times when you know sports at its best, uh, you know, becomes bigger than than the games, and and that. Friday night in Anaheim was certainly a night like that. I mean, it's going to be probably the most memorable night of this entire season. Um, I would say uh, whatever happens, um, you know, when you look back at the 2019 season, uh, what happened Friday night in Anaheim is probably going to rank number one in terms of the biggest memories, the most emotional wallop. And um, yeah, just, uh, you know, incredible night. A quick uh, quick antidote, uh, Joe and Scott. When I was in high school, I was about 14 years old or so, and um, my mother had um, gave birth uh, to 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 a child, you know, with so um, basically like a stepbrother to me, like she was, you know, remarried, etc. And so I'm sitting in my class, I'm sitting there, and this kid beside me, who lost his father, like previously that week type thing 
sitting there, and he hands me a piece of paper from the newspaper, and it's the obituary of his father. And I'm thinking, well, I don't really, I know the guy a bit, but I thought it was kind of, you know what I mean? So I'm sitting there, and he, he goes, look at this. And he hands me the obituary, and I read. I said, yeah, I'm really sorry that your father passed away. He said, turn it over. Turn it over? It was the announcement of the birth of my brother. Exactly cut wow. out, Scott. Like, exactly. Wow. You know what I mean? And he yeah, said, "Circle yeah. cycle of life continues, man. Yeah. Stuff like that yeah, sticks that's... with you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. No question. No question. Yep. Yeah. It does. Yeah, I just hey, I, Scott, yeah, I, I just thought of that when I, with all these numbers and everything. But go ahead, Julia. No, you know, Scott, I wanted to ask you because I got a lot of Yankee fans who swear that Madison Bumgarner is on his way to New York. But I'm looking at these Giants, man, and quietly they've won eight out of their last ten. They're only four and a half back in the wild card, the second wild card spot. I don't know. Bruce Bochy, his final year. Are they sellers? Will they sell? Does this four-game set uh, that begins today in Colorado, does it mean more than what people are letting on to? What are your thoughts about the Giants now? Yeah, well, you know, you, you never want to discount people. And as you said, they've won eight out of ten. So I, I think they're still, as for me, as of right now, they're still sellers. They, they, they dug themselves a big enough hole. Um, they're still six games under 500, for example, they're 43 and 49. And in the, you know, you're right. They're close to the wild card, you know, in the division, forget it. The Dodgers are running away from everybody. They're 17 and a half behind the Dodgers. But, you know, the thing with the giants is, uh, they pulled within sights of the wild card race, but still to be a legitimate wild card team, you, you first got to get to 500 and then go from there. So to me, I'm watching, and I, I, I suspect the Giants baseball operations people as well are, are looking at the record right now more than the wild card and, and, and still being six games under 500. I mean, this, this winning role they're on where they won eight out of 10, they're going to have to just about double that or keep it going. Mm. Um, and then if they get to 500 or so in the next you know, and obviously we're also, you know, what are we 16 days from the July trade deadline? So right. I think they've still got a lot of work to do in San Francisco to turn themselves into buyers. Um, nice job so far over the last couple of weeks, but I think it's fool's gold. And, um, you know, I think when they hired, a new general manager last winter, Farhan Zaidi from Los Angeles, I think that his marching orders are pretty clear. And that's, look, we know we need to do a major, major rebuild. And you're the guy that's going to spearhead that. And I, I suspect they will not delay that another year because talking with some Giants personnel, I think they realize they should have started it a year ago. They're a year late already. I doubt if they'll delay it another year. Uh, Scott Miller with us, Bleacher Report. Um, what about Noah Syndergaard and the Mets uh, right now? Uh, the Mets arms, very attractive. We heard Wheeler's name pop up as far as teams uh, taking a look at him. I never know what's true or not anymore as far as reports, uh, but I read that the uh, the Yankees have been scouting and keeping a very close eye on Noah Syndergaard uh, right now. If you're the Mets, it all, you know it makes sense to pull the trigger on somebody's moves. I don't, you know, Degrom. I don't think Degrom's going anywhere, but it makes sense. But 
they're under the spotlight so much, I'm sure they have the fear of screwing it up no matter what they do. How do you feel about the Mets? And is Noah Syndergaard going to get traded, do you think? Yeah, he, he, the new general manager, Brody Van Wagen, and uh, said on Friday he, he suspected Noah Syndergaard will not get traded. Now, that very well could be posturing. Uh, before that wasn't over deadline. my dead body. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, Van Wagen did what you would expect. He broke it down into, um, you know, look, the guys that we don't have control over, in other words, guys that are going to be free agents, you know, like Wheeler, yeah. it makes sense to trade them. But guys that we do have control over, well, it wouldn't make sense to trade. You're right. It wasn't over my dead body. Now, Syndergaard, tricky thing with him, I think if, if they get the right package, I think they absolutely should move him. Um, you know, I'm not saying give him away. But the key with Syndergaard, the thing that makes him – most attractive to other teams aside from the big arm is that he's got basically two and a half years left of club control. He's not a free agent until after the 2021 season. So if you trade for Syndergaard, you get him for the rest of this year, all of next year and the year after that's what's so attractive besides his arm. Now from saying the flip side of that is, if you're the Mets, you, you realize that, and you're like, look, you're getting one of our best starters for two and a half years, so you, you know, whoever the acquiring team is, they better cough up a primo package of, uh, of prospects and major league-ready players. It's so true. And, Scotty, I mean, here we are. We're, uh, we're a week in now to uh, the second half of the Major League Baseball season. Is there one team, there always seems to be that one team makes that second half push that nobody saw coming. Uh, are the Nationals that team? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, the, the Nationals, the thing with the Nationals, couple, a couple of thoughts there. One, when I was in their spring training camp this year, you know, a couple of their baseball ops people, swore to me we, we, you know we had a long talk one day and they said look we know we lost Bryce Harper we get it that and, and we're gonna miss him we like Bryce Harper you know he was a good player for us he did a lot for us but that said we're gonna be a better team this year because our pieces the moves we made over the winter you know whether it was uh, you know adding Brian Dozier at second base uh, you know whatever our pieces fit better together. We're going to be a better team without Bryce because we're not dependent on one guy. Our pieces fit better together. Also, fundamentally, the last couple of years, they were shaky, and they they swore, they made moves that the defense was going to be a little bit better, the base running was going to be better. They said, we're going to be a better team. said, okay. You know, they had me convinced. And, and um, you know, and I looked at the personnel myself, and all of that went into, I thought, you know, I, I, I'm on the Nationals. In fact, I picked them to win the division. So then the season starts, obviously, April and May. They were god-awful, and they had the worst bullpen and the majors. That major, that I'm bullpen with you, was Scott. Just, uh, I picked the Nationals, too. I said they'll be better without them, people. I said they'll be better in Philly. I was uh, People just thought I was yeah. being Johnny opposite of everyone. And I looked real dumb the first yeah. few months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. But, Here's the thing that I think was easy to, for people to jump off the Nationals. As, as, as everybody watched how bad that bullpen was, 
say, well, they can't win with that. You know, geez. And yeah. so everybody kind of left the Nationals bandwagon. But that same time, remember Trey Turner broke his finger first on opening day. He was out for about six months. And I don't think people mm-hmm. realized, uh, he, you know, he, he doesn't have the marquee, the Q rating of Bryce Harper. But I don't think people realize, I mean, how good he is, is short, how, how much he makes that team go. He's a shortstop, obviously key position, good defender. He runs the bases. Uh, you know, gives him some, ver- you know, some, some speed and he was hurt. And then Juan Soto was on the disabled list for a while. Anthony Rendon was on the disabled list while that was going on early in the season. The nationals were playing without about three, you know, at times without about a third of their lineup. You can't, you know, nobody can do that outside of the Dodgers. So once they finally got healthy and got things straightened out, and, you know, they've, they made some moves with the bullpen uh, yeah, now nobody's hotter than the Nationals, and they've got momentum. Um, you know, they're feeling pretty sexy about themselves, and I think they're the team to watch. I, I you know, the Atlanta Braves are going to have to make a move, another move. I, I like that they added Dallas Keuchel, but mm-hmm. I think the Braves are going to add another pitcher or two at the trade deadline, and I think they're going to have to because the Nationals, if they want to hold on to this league, because the Nationals are coming. Scott Miller. Great stuff, uh, Scott. It's always a pleasure, uh, sir. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. You got it. Take care, guys. Scott Miller uh, with us. All right, Joe, we got to get out of here fast. We're going to have more picks. Uh, game time decisions at 5 o'clock. Live from FanDuel at the Meadowlands. We're going to be there every day. Start today. Give me the Minnesota Timberwolves to win the Summer League. Give me the Reds plus 120. Take it, Castillo. Other than that, you on your own. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. You're listening to the best of the morning after on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm, I was wondering, what the hell are they doing anyways, like, in Milwaukee? Like, I was thinking, right. you guys didn't win. Like, what's up with your parade? And, like, what's going on? They're real good fans there. I got to give them credit. People talk about that Jurassic Park outdoors and stuff. You remember, man, Milwaukee was rocking pretty hard out there, too. Mm-hmm. And they, they really love their bucks out there. They love uh, Giannis. So um, they had a rally. It's yep. pretty cool. They had a Milwaukee. I like this. They had a Milwaukee Buck rally yesterday in Milwaukee. Um, and the Greek Freak brought the MVP trophy uh, to celebrate. And and the, the crowd was chanting MVP, MVP, MVP. And he told the crowd, stop, stop, stop. He said, after this day, July 14th, please do me a favor so I can be better, I can be a better player, and I can lead this team to a championship. Don't call me MVP anymore. I, I'm no longer the MVP. You can call me MVP after I win it next year. <laughs> there you go. Shows you his minute. And we've said this, game yeah. how many times? that Don't underestimate this kid. He will outwork everybody. And then he everybody. says, he said that after, during an interview, I get mad when my girlfriend says, you know, you're really good. You're one of the best players. Mm-hmm. He says, no, I'm not. Because whenever that happens, I relax. I'm a person, whatever I do, I need to do it at 100%. If I am lazy, I'm a lazy 100%. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to relax a bit because I'm not done yet. I want to be, for multiple years, the best player in the league. He then told the crowd after, let's get the big trophy now. Now, I also heard somewhere, and I saw it, I'm trying to find it now, that he hinted that he's not going anywhere, that he's going to be staying in Milwaukee. And he is sort of one star that I don't expect to bolt. He doesn't yes. care about Hollywood. He doesn't care. He doesn't like that stuff, like for real. No. People no. said that about Kawhi, but we'll get to that in a minute. The Greek freak, hard guy not to really like, Joe. I mean, like I said, oh. he's, he's everything that he's everything that an athlete should be, you know what I mean, in, in all actuality. Humble, keeps the focus on the team, not himself. Um, the NBA could use a few more guys like like Giannis, who it's about basketball, it's about the community, it's about the team. It ain't about me, 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 I, 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 and I want to play with my friends. I don't think he wants to be friends with anybody uh, on these other teams. I really don't. No, and you're right, and not because he's a jerk. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. 
The Trump administration rolls out another idea for addressing illegal immigration. It's a 